0: Welcome to another episode of Little Talks, your weekly dose of marketing news and insights from Littlefield Agency.
1: Thanks, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. Oh, it's still going. You know what it is? We have the and then he ended it. We do, have, that, that pumps <laughs> me up. Yeah, it's cool hearing it, Mike. How we used to do it. By the way, guys, Mike is here this yeah, week. Welcome hey back. Mike. It's great to see you. We used to do it where everything happened in, after, so all the mm-hmm. sound effects all jump was at the end and then brandon got this cool new soundboard and it's really changed our lives brandon hit us with a few sound effects oh, no, mm-hmm. okay he knows yeah. it what else we got oh yeah that's a, you know, a good point that's a, on good, topic. that's a great idea you know what these are he's mm-hmm. loaded in the old set that we had these weren't there <laughs> oh, uh, <sighs> maybe not. it's also great it's
2: so good <laughs> and and our listeners are going to hear that right yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, heard all those It's amazing what a, what a time to be alive Well, Mike, welcome to Tulsa
0: Thanks Monday morning What time did you hit the road? I hit the road at 5.45
2: 5.45 a.m. on a Monday morning He yeah. showed up bright-eyed and bushy tail. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah I was up at 4.30 This morning He's an this early morning. guy Early morning guy
0: well, yeah, could get beer uh, I going. am and I am not <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: Well, you sure act like it
0: <laughs> That's the
2: coffee Like literally here between 8.30 and 8.45 coffeeed up, bageled up and then all things content with the Roopster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's been fun so far today. So, yeah. look for all, the rest of the day. All, all day, might be. Well, and it's
2: really fun because this is your last time with Chelsea physically in
0: See, the that, room with you. that's what I was disappointed about today. I was expecting <laughs> that she wasn't going to be right. here. And then she's texting me like, when are you going to be here? And I said, I thought you were... Out of the office, I was, like, going to come prancing in, and then I'm like, oh, okay, no. Yeah, we'll just... and,
1: you know, we we, we we try to have, you know, we try to explore and have some, show Mike a nice time with some nice lunches here and there. And there's one place that we passed uh, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. Kilkenny. It, mm-hmm. Fantastic. And Chelsea Great says, food. oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to go. I said, look, you'll be gone pretty soon, so we'll do a real man trip. Mm-hmm. Not yep. PC, I know. But a real man <laughs> trip. And we'll just go to, to Kilkenny and we'll have a nice lunch. And then today i walk in and she goes, we're going to Kilkenny today. And I said, I, I, I thought you didn't want to. That's when you know she's right. about to give
2: birth. Yeah. she's. But it was amazing because Mike rounded the corner today. Chelsea had a client call right before he walked in. She comes out and he rounds and he goes, my Lord, <laughs> you need a bed. <laughs> And She just <laughs> literally blinks and stares she's at him. Like, she's like, "I know." <laughs> I, it's like, "Tell me something I don't know," right?
0: I'm like, she's a right. Good,
2: she is a good sport, but yes, yeah. yeah. she's
0: short time. This is this but is no, unfair. I was I was surprised to see her uh, here. So, but it's that's a good thing.
2: Well, it, it it, yeah, it it is a good thing, and you won't see her until December. Yeah, which is yep. which is weird. Yeah, we should which we should have had
1: her on today too. Oh my
2: god, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I would have <laughs> subbed out for that. Yeah. You know what though? She wouldn't have had a filter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she has. She has zero filter right now. Definitely Chelsea unplugged. So um, we're always excited to have Mike here. This is his last time he was on the podcast was February. A lot has mm-hmm. changed in the sense of enhancements. Here we are in this
1: quality of audio, quality of video, quality of scripting. Well, I and the nice thing is Mike, Mike.
2: Mike's an avid listener. Mike listens every. <laughs> I do. I do. Mike was like, "Yeah, February sucked."
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> because I was on, it didn't say. Uh, right. there, there you go. Bingo. There That's go. exactly right. So,
2: um, well, walk us through, guys, just kind of this morning, what you guys have been up to. Uh, we're going to dive into one topic today um, before we close out and break some bread and then back it to the drawing board.
0: Well, I would love to tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> smart man. Smart man. <laughs> no, no, it's been, I mean, I've, I've been down here. Um, I mean, it's, it's come up here and here and there when you guys have been talking, but I've been down here probably what, what once a month for the past, uh, yeah, uh, almost in, m- more yeah. No, since January. Since January, January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started this year. Um, mostly it started with content, you know, content calendar and email um, uh, marketing campaigns and that kind of thing. It's just transitioned into uh, getting more, in depth, and um, well, what would you connected with HubSpot? Uh,
1: really, and really and leveraging it, leveraging it against yes.
0: like needs and desires and things happening mm-hmm. and um, stuff that I was telling them earlier today is like I had a vision that this is what we could do five years, three, three years ago, but I just didn't know how to do it, and I didn't have the time to do it, or the expertise, or the knowledge, or whatever. I just was doing the day-to-day things that I knew needed to be done. but I'm like, there's so much more that we could be doing. and here we are. we're on the cusp of actually making this stuff happen. you know keep you know, connecting all of the purchase data and the uh, registration data and the dealers and the, and the customers and, and we're talking about getting our support uh, team service team. Uh, technical support on there now and that's big time like that's yeah. that's everything that i have wanted to do and had a vision and a, and a dream to do it now we're we're almost there
2: Well, i think that's a cool thing mike because rup and i were talking about it early last week this <coughs> powwow here not only in january in-person meetings this has been coming to life for well over a year now mm-hmm. i mean to your point yep. years in your head mm-hmm. and then the collaboration between the two of you and the team etc it's been pretty fun to watch. And it's also freaking flown by. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. what yeah. people don't understand. So when Mike comes here, um, sometimes once a month, some occasionally twice a month, has mm-hmm. that happened? Yeah. I think, yeah, that's Yeah, mm-hmm. he shows up between eight and eight 30. And then literally these guys work the whiteboard sessions, digital sessions, and Mike doesn't leave until between four and five. And I'm like, Holy cow guys, what in the world? And I feel like, you have an agenda, and then you just things just keep adding on, and yeah.
1: it's it's the, it's pretty well, cool. It, to, I don't know if it's a joke, but the thing is that we never get through the full agenda. Like we, <laughs> even and, we, and we, Chelsea's and very now confident. that I know that Chelsea. it's <laughs> my goal tonight. I know, right? I'm always going to be coming up with
0: new things to talk about. Let's which is go.
2: <laughs> which is a great thing, but it's so funny because Chelsea will have an agenda. Pro- oh yeah, no, no problem. You know, we, we'll probably have this done by two, and four thirty rolls around. And I'm like Mike, you yeah. probably ought to get home. up north Yeah, yeah I J. think Ram the like, latest
0: <laughs> it has been has been four o'clock that I left, but I try to leave before that. Just because my wife would appreciate me being home.
2: Yes, but. the the lovely Chelsea.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Not not our Chelsea. Also lovely, but in different ways. In different ways. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's been it's been great having Mike come up, and I I, I think. Every time we speak, we have to temper ourselves a little bit because we have the projects we're working on that mm-hmm. are they're important and, and big. And then there's the time. things we know that are coming, right? And that you know, I'm like, okay, maybe this time next year, you know, it, it's hard to kind of want to wait for but it.
0: But in some some instances, we got to start talking about those things because otherwise, now, yeah, yeah you, you need to start thinking about well, maybe some of the pieces we're working on now will bolt in That's not bolt point. in, or yeah. w- will feed into that thing. We got to build it for that or have that vision in mind so that when we get to that. We're not thinking, oh, well, why didn't, we, why didn't we build it a certain other way, and now we've got to do this workaround or whatever.
2: Yeah, it's a combination of that 30,000-foot view, and then you're down mm-hmm. in the trenches, obviously. Yep. So
1: yep. good lordy. A lot of it. And, uh, you know, coming out of Inbound a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. weekly plug for Inbound and HubSpot. What are you getting paid? <laughs> uh, it's time to tell your viewers. <laughs> I know it. Well, well, I may have a sponsor for the podcast. No, no. Um, Coming out of that, there's even some stuff that they released in beta that we're starting to play with. Yes. That was really useful. There was, in particular, I'll even give the note here in particular, Mike and I had talked about address formats and Mm -hmm. your contacts for a month or two. Yeah. And there was some missing data, some malformed data, and there's some things you can do to kind of tweak the malformed stuff. But missing data, if you don't have a country or a zip code and you just have a city or a state, it's just all that you didn't get. You didn't get it, you didn't get it. Yeah. And this can happen Unless for a you lot it of to reasons. Go back and
0: manually manually do enter it. it.
1: Yeah, seventy eight thousand <sighs> records. Let's go through yeah, those. Like, yeah. you know,
0: good lord. So
1: one of the beta features that rolled out while uh, I was in Boston was actually a solution for this problem. And it goes through, and they use AI to look at if you have a city or a state, mm-hmm. they'll fill in zip code and country. If yeah. you have zip code, they'll fill in city and country. Like they'll yeah. they'll kind of fill some of that stuff out,
0: which is which is great. And um, so, case in point, we had we, I looked at that. You showed it to me, and then we looked at where I looked at it. Uh, a couple of days later, and we had about 6,500 or 6,600 contacts that we had a, a known location piece Some of information. Okay, but but, but we had missing pieces. So uh, we went through and we looked and we spot checked a few and it was all correct. It was like, yeah. this is amazing. And so it's like you, you it will mother. tell you what you need to fill in. It will present it to you. You can review mm-hmm. it and then you can check the, box, check the box and it's done. And I'm glad we didn't decide to manually do that prior
1: to inbound. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, man, right. Murphy's right. law would have really kicked in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so yeah, yeah, it's stuff like that um, that you know th- those are kind of side things that happen here and there. But like mm. we have, you know, obviously main goals and, and uh, uh, workflows we're trying to work through. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's fun, fun stuff.
2: Well, root, take us through our one and only topic today. I think it's very relevant to what you've come back with from inbound and everything that you're doing with Mike on a daily,
1: weekly, monthly basis. You had teased that um, I had written out scripts for the next thirty five weeks. Uh, a you couple, really? I yeah. really have, actually. And so I, I pulled three. Yeah, we got three options here, three it's really nice. Yeah, and we like, don't get used to that. I have three <laughs> options here <laughs> for Mike, and we let Mike pick today's topic. So today's topic is going to be open rates versus click rates on emails. So when you're sending out your, you know, what's more important, the open rate or the click rate? And while I was in, uh, Taylor and I were in uh, at Inbound, this was something our, I'm going to call him friend now, Jay Swettleson had uh, had a session on. And he actually did a kind of back-and-forth debate uh, with another woman. Um, I can't remember her name. I remember Jay's, but I can't remember her name. Um, but it was he took the position of open rate was more important. She took click rate was more important. And they just kind of debated on stage. It was fun. You kind of learn a little bit while you're going through it. But it was something I had always kind of thought about hmm. – prior to this. And, you know, we spend a lot of time, all marketers do spend a lot of time kind of prepping the internal content of that email, you know, mm. the headline and the image and CTAs. And do I have all the right information in here? Is my footer all good? And you know, like, one of mm. the content part of it, you spend so much time on, but if no one opens it, no one sees it. It's the tree falling in the woods deal. Yeah. So, uh, I've always thought open rate was kind of more important. Click rate's great. You want that. That's mm-hmm. the goal, right? But like, if you're not focusing on your open rates and really kind of doing everything you can to get that email opened, and there's a few gotcha. things you can do, then it doesn't matter. Right. So um, I sided I with Jay on this a long time ago, and it was kind of where uh, he, he fell as well. Mm-hmm. And some of the things you, you, know, you can do to increase this is you, it's a lot of experimentation, A-B testing, focusing on your subject lines and your preview copy, that little copy mm-hmm. that we always – if you're you, mm-hmm. you're in there, you've done emails yep. in there. It's kind of like, oh yeah, the preview field, whatever, whatever, yep. whatever. It's like insanely important. So like yeah. we've kind of come back from that. Uh, Taylor and I with a, a kind of a new focus on uh, what are we doing in the subject lines? What are we doing with those preview texts? Um, is are you know are we sending that email out in a way that it's not showing up in an inbox with five thousand other pieces of mm-hmm. email that the user gets? Real simple trick. Instead of sending on the yeah. half hour, quarter, or um, top of the hour, you can send it mm-hmm. like four thirty two mm-hmm. or. Two eleven or whatever those odd right. numbers will help you stand out a little bit in your inbox but these are all things that uh, you know he, he had tossed out there I'd thought about um, and the idea is if they they can't click it if they don't open right yeah,
2: it's a great it's a great point do you have any thoughts there
0: um, I mean as far as like a from um we were talking about this before we started recording is most of what people are going to think about open rate versus click rate is uh, like on a marketing email mm-hmm. you know where um, you know, it's just a drip campaign or whatever, yep. and you're, and you're, uh, looking at each one individually, like you could look at them as a campaign, I suppose, but you're, you're really just kind of looking at each individual, uh, email kind of separately, uh, did this particular message, uh, on this thing work, or did this other one work at another time, uh, from, which is important. I mean, we do that, but, uh, we've also been using in, at least in HubSpot, um, for a, several years now, um, on the sales hub side sequences, which sequences mm-hmm. are, are emails that uh-huh. uh, you can put together three or four, however many you want, over a set duration of time, and it's automated like a like a drip campaign. But for me, uh, they're they're more sales focused. So this would be like follow up emails yep. f- to someone who's inquired, and I'm looking to see if if they're still interested. Um, the individual open is not necessarily so so much of a like. Um, an individual email is not so important as it is to what did they do through the uh, entirety of the sequence. So did they open, did they open the first one and left the others or did they uh, not open the first one? And then they opened the third, fourth, uh, did they click on any links that that were there that's that's interesting to know but i just want to know are they still engaged in yeah, that engagement process engagement is the key and then that that yeah. tells me whether i should or along with some other factors that you know are probably in the contact record whether i should take the time to um, call them directly or send them another follow-up email or something more specific or or that kind of thing so well,
2: it, what i love about that it's all about intent is yeah. what you're describing right. and the thing that really gets under my skin is when someone tries to go for the hard sale, and I am nowhere near right. to that point in the sales cycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you're dealing with ten tens of thousands of customers yeah. on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you you get and, and it pisses people off. It can, <laughs> it, it, can. Certainly it can, can. Yeah, you know, we times we all get, that call wrong.
0: Oh my gosh, we all get those emails. And, and I was talking about this. I was at a show. Uh, last week. And we were talking. I was talking with another manufacturer rep that was working there with us. And he was describing how he would get an email from a particular company that wants to sell him like say freight uh, or logistics or something Mm -hmm. like that. And he would tell them, no, thank you. I'm already working with someone else. And then a day later, he'd get basically the same email from a different person from the same Same. company. They're not using HubSpot, obviously (laughs) to keep track of their, of their uh, sequence uh, data, but it just is maddening when yeah. you get those types of things. It's like, are you paying attention? Are you tone deaf? Are are you just unaware? You're obviously not not taking that type of follow up seriously. The intent part of it is like, I mean, I have told you that I'm not interested, or I'm giving you signals that I might actually be. So, what are you going to do to take the next step? Yes.
2: And to your point earlier, you brought up personalization.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we live in
2: that world of. I, Come wanna, on, yeah, I
1: actually want to give uh, Grasshopper and, and uh, Mike's team a real shout out in that area because we're starting to work with them and their supports and staff right now on some some implementations in HubSpot. And um, when Mike says, hey, yeah, at a certain point in this email, I'm going to or this discussion, I'm going to give you a call. That's that's kind of that's not the norm. That's a mm-hmm. that's a that's a very special uh, thing. Um, personalized versus personalization is becoming mm-hmm. a kind of a, a concept, mm, and in that the user wants not just to see their email, their name. They actually don't even care have their name in a subject line, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, hey, hey Sam, hey Sam. Yeah. You know what? Well, anybody can do they, that. Anyway, anybody, anybody can Correct. Do that. We all have those tools, even though some still don't. But mm-hmm. we <laughs> we have those tools. The better part is when. You are on a chat or a phone call or having some sort of interaction with somebody mm-hmm. where they've prompted you towards an interaction where they know you don't have to repeat your customer number, your where your address is, what your name is the company you're for all those things you know it right and you come with the, the data and the information to have a personalized discussion with a personal discussion with that person right not personalized but personal and I, I think they do a lot of I'm always I always hear you in kind of anecdotally mention the eye and I called this guy and do this kind of guy like man that's, that's no rare. that's mm-hmm. freaking awesome
2: yeah. Yeah. it really is. So thinking through, there's so many B2B companies out there. A, they don't have, we talked to a lot that don't have CRMs. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: B, creating content for the sake of creating content. Mm -hmm. And most of it's garbage or really just maybe garbage is too far-fetched. It's just not thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And timing, personalization, et cetera, I feel like, There are so many people, you know, Mike alluded to earlier, Hey, you know, when we first met earlier this year, a lot of it was content strategy. Well, people just creating content for the sake of creating content. Oh, well, Hey, we, we got a 17% Mm -hmm. open rate and a 3% click through rate. So we're good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens for the vast majority that aren't opening your emails? What are you doing to get back in front of them? And I know you had a lot of takeaways from inbound in particular from Jay of, Hey, don't quit. Right? Like it, it is a lot. It can be a longer Mm -hmm. sales cycle. It can be a one week sales cycle. It could be a 10-month sales cycle. Yeah, it
1: could be, be longer. Right. The, the content part of it, it, you know, that that was – content drives everything that you're, you're doing. If you don't have any content, you have no reason to send an email. Mm-hmm. Like what are you putting in there? Right. Um, social media, what are you posting without content? Um, SEO, what are you tracking them to your website without mm-hmm. ongoing – fresh content for uh, the search engines. It's its kind of key. And you're right. You can't just kind of check the boxes. There has to be some, some kind of strategy and thought behind it. And I, I think we do a pretty good job of laying those things mm-hmm. against personas and trying to come up with the content that will answer a customer's answer. question. That's how mm-hmm. you really, if you're answering a question or a pain point or a problem with your content, you're—you're you're, that's the same way in, in that um, you're doing personalized discussions with them. You're showing mm-hmm. that you understand them, right? Like, we know who you are. You're not just a number. We hear you. We understand your pain points. We get it. Um, you know, we may offer a solution. We may just have to be a shoulder to cry on, but like we have, <laughs> we get you, and that's that's what good content strategy does. It gets its audience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's creating content just to churn content is not going to do anything to help your open rate Mm-mm, or no your click rate because it it comes across as you know disingenuous. Yep. You're just all you're after is is just to collect my information or to get me you're not actually out to try to solve a problem or to provide value in... We target personal... I mean, to to, to use that word, it's a relationship at that yeah. point. You have a relationship with that brand, you have a relationship with that customer, and you should be thinking about what information is going to be the most relevant to them, right, at, at that point in time. Yeah. Whether... And, and it could be at that point in time along the buyer's journey whether they're, they're uh, you know, doing their research or maybe they're already a customer now and they've been a customer for a few years. Like, the the messaging strategy is different for a customer that you've had for five years versus someone who has never purchased yes. from you before. Yes. And you have to have... Uh, diff- you have to have an overall content strategy, but you really need to start at, you know, having a different context, content strategy for each set of contacts that you have. And that can, I mean... You really need a team of people to, to be doing that. You can't just have one person doing it because they're going to have a myopic view of what content is and content is all of these things.
2: That's so good in the current customer versus prospective customer realm of current customers. What if you're accidentally through your CRM sending sales emails You're like, dude, I own a grasshopper.
0: Right. I I get those kinds of of emails all the time. Well, see when we start, this is a great example of that. So when we first started doing email marketing more intentionally, uh, I was thinking, well, okay, this would be great. We can send this out to all of our, our contacts. Well, some of our contacts actually are people who have recently purchased. Well, here we have a, um, a new sale program or whatever – the people that bought six months to three months ago, or even twelve months ago, I don't want to send them. They don't want to hear it's on they sale. They don't now. want to hear it's on sale now. <laughs> no. Yeah, I missed that deal. Yeah. So yeah. you got to start trying to figure out how to weed those those. If you know that that sale date or whatever is is past a certain point, you don't send them that email, or you do send them that email, or something like that. So yeah, you definitely have to have. Yeah. Or or it comes across as tone deaf and, well okay, I bought this product this time around but maybe I'll look for another brand that's a little bit more um, you know pays attention a little bit more and, uh, next time
2: and I look at it current customers right as we approach the fall and winter seasons Fourth are they quarter. looking for, q4 baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> are they looking
2: for certain attachments for different you know yeah. you're you're gonna understand mm. that to everything that you just spoke to Mike because you are paying attention
0: yeah yep yeah and, yeah, you, yeah you have to
1: be and, and I, I I mean, obviously, a homework for HubSpot. I don't know how you do this without a CRM. No.
0: It's impossible. I mean, you can have intimations about it yep. and kind of intuitions, but that's not, you don't build a strategy off of that. You no. can't. I mean, you can do a few little things here and there, but can't, you can't do anything meaningful or long-term.
2: Yeah. No, it really is true. Oh, I love that. Really good point on the current customers and prospective customers. Roopster, what else in this topic?
1: I think it's almost time for Kilkenny. <laughs> You're bailing?
0: <laughs> No, I mean we're all veiling. We're going to lunch. <laughs> yep. Well, and Chelsea apparently got that memo because she's dressed in green today. Oh, oh yes. that's
2: fantastic! Yeah, I if respond. I'd have known
0: that, I would have worn a green shirt.
2: I kind of have green yeah. pants on. You kind of have a little. I have no uh, yeah, green. I have no gonna, green. The navy's nice.
0: But you know yeah. what? That's okay. They'll still they'll still service. Well, I think. I think so.
2: <laughs> so you bring up the point as we as we close here. This by the way, this is really this is very interesting yeah, and, and very insightful. Um, as we approach Q four. What is your, as a marketer for a B two B company, and it is the mad dash to the end of the year, mm-hmm. just top of mind of hey let's, you got a lot of moving pieces, Mike.
0: Yeah, I mean for me or for us, um, especially B two B. I mean, this time you're moving into this time of year. If you're a B two C brand, you you are all hands on deck because oh it's Thanksgiving, Halloween, Thanksgiving, yep. Christmas but for us it's more um there's a little bit of a lull uh, because i mean we're in our we're in our planning season Mm -hmm. right now for 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 spring of next year um the next big thing that's on my calendar is uh, equip expo in louisville in october three weeks so that'll be fun and then after that i mean we, we go into the holidays we don't really we don't really we advertise a bit because people will still do end of the year yeah. purchases for tax purposes. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's just, okay, let's, uh, we're looking, we're looking ahead at spring awesome. for, for us and it would be the same for any B2B. Uh, it's it kind of depends on their selling season, that kind of thing. Very true. Some, some brands are going to be busy this time of year. Other brands are going to be, you know, kind of in a, in a lull or in a kind of a catch your breath kind of thing. Um, we're kind of in that, uh, in between space,
2: yeah, and it's um, tomorrow. We're headed up to Mike's neck of the woods, and we've got just all things planning. Some mm-hmm. good conversations ahead tomorrow. So it's a it's a very much so a grasshopper kind I get of week. A double dose. This you get week. A double dose. <laughs> You're not going, right?
1: No, I'm right. out tomorrow. Um, Mike, speaking of trade shows, you just you and Trent just got back from one in London, right? Yes, we both went to London. <laughs>
2: uh, and Trent went to in- London, England, England, and I went to London.
0: Ohio.
2: Okay. I'm sure they were both. But where else did you get to visit? But
0: but I got to stay in Dublin. So he hit. And then went to London every day. (laughs) Still Ohio. What is going on in Ohio? For those of you that don't know geography, that's basically Columbus. (laughs) (laughs) Smack in the middle of, you know. um, No, it's a farm science review, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a bunch of big ag equipment. We have a distributor there that has sold our mowers for... Uh, decades and they exhibit every year, and uh, we feel like it's an important uh, not only important relationship, but it's an important show that's an important customer base of ours. Nice. And so we send a representative. It's been Trent that has gone to that show in the past, but for the past couple of years, when he's been going to England, <laughs> <laughs> I get to go to Ohio. <laughs> maybe so we we'll did a good time. Yeah, it was no no it's good. It good. Those good those are great guys up there that, that nice. uh, we work with. So I, it was a lot of fun. I mean travel is always a bit of a of a bear you got to deal with the airport, you got to deal with the people, oh, you got to deal, with, the deal people. with being away from home. Yeah. um and away from the office, but um you know it's it's important to you take time for the things that are important whether it's in your family or in your business or in your life or whatever. Yeah. So this was important and it was uh it's important to be here.
2: Yes. Hey, and we love having you here and we yeah. appreciate you being here and taking yes. the time, you know, one quick wrap of to all of the points that Mike and Root brought up is you are marketing to that other business behind that business as a human. Mm-hmm. And they want that connection that yes. Mike spoke to. And it is so lost these days. So what can you do to be intentional? And especially as you get in, no matter what your busy time of year is your customers want that authentic mm-hmm. interaction.
1: Yep. This is almost a tease for one of the future topics. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah.
2: So 34 more to go.
1: Yeah. It's, th- it's <laughs> the 35th one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fellas. Thank you, Mike. Thank, thank you. you. Great yes. to have you on. And that is a wrap. We'll see you next week. Adios. Bye. Bye.
0: And that's a wrap. We hope you've enjoyed our little chat and find ways to grow your own marketing strategies. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media at Littlefield Agency.